Hello, welcome back to Ask a Monk. Today I will be answering the question as to whether dreams have uh, karmic potency, so whether they have uh, the ability to give rise to ethical um, ethical states, do they have ethical implications in the sense that can they affect our lives and can they affect the world around us? Is it possible to perform uh, Buddhist karma, you know, to make bad karma while you're asleep? And the answer, I think, is quite, uh, quite clearly yes. Um, and it's important that, that we understand what we mean by karma. And, and this sort of helps us to understand what we mean by karma in, in Buddhism. Karma isn't an action that you do with the body or speech. It's something that arises in the mind. When you intend to do something, that's karma. So the only reason to say killing is wrong or stealing is wrong or is to call bad karma is because of the effect that such things have on our mind and, and the, the mental aspect of the act, that your mind is, is uh, building up the tendency to be angry or greedy or, or, or corrupt. So in that sense, uh, because dreams are, uh, are, are are tend to be ethically uh, charged, so we give rise to these same states in our mind of, of greed and anger, delusion, they can all arise in our mind, quite clearly there are ethical implications. Now, I, I, I want to talk about a few things here, so I'm going to try to try to keep them in, in a clear order. The first thing um, I should talk about is, is what we understand dreams to be in Buddhism. So what are we talking about? Uh, the, the, we, have, we have a description of the different kinds of dreams in one of the old Buddhist texts, the questions of King Melinda, or the Melinda Panha. In that text, it's mentioned that there are six types of dreams. And so this, this will help us to understand uh, what exactly we mean by dreams and exactly how relevant they are to, uh, to our practice and, and so on. Because I also want to talk about how we should approach dreams and, and what it means in terms of our practice. So there are six kinds. The first three are the first three are physical: wind, bile, phlegm, and you know this is just based on the the, the medical terminology that they would use in the time of the, of the Buddha or in, in ancient India. So basically, it means a disruption in the body. You know, there's something. You know, maybe you eat bad food, or uh, maybe your your body is out of order. You have a sickness, or so on. That can easily give rise to dreams. Uh, and the other three are some external influence, uh, which could be a person around you, it could be spirits, it could be angels, and so on. I mean, I think what they're talking about is angels, but actually, if you think about it, we don't even have to go so far. You know, if someone starts whispering in your ear where you're sleeping, or if you hear noises, you know, if you've ever had it, that something's going on around you and you start dreaming about you know, that, that something based on the sound that you hear, or you know, if it gets hot, that can affect your um, affect your your state of mind, and so on. It can cause you to dream. The fifth is something from the past, and the sixth is something from the future. And this is where it gets interesting. And so, some people have visions of things uh, in their dreams. It can be from the past in this life. Sometimes people are suspicious that it's something from their past lives. Um, but, but let's just say something in the past in this life, because that's really obvious. We, memories that we've had, things that we keep up in, we keep in our minds can cause us to dream. Uh, 
But the sixth one is, is uh, considered to be important. Um, and uh, it, it's worth noting that only the sixth is considered to be important in, in terms of actually paying some kind of attention to it. Um, the sixth kind is, is something from the future. And some people may not even believe this, but other people will be you know, emphatic that this sort of thing happens to them, where they'll dream something and then it, it happens. You know, suddenly they, you know, it, happen, it comes in their life. People can even have this in meditation. But it's possible that something from the future can cause a dream, something that's about to happen. And you could understand this in different ways. Uh, it, it could be simply because of the power of, of what's going to happen, um, because we consider that the universe is, is much more than we can, we can see and, and, and experience normally. So there are a lot of forces that are at w work, potentially. And those forces can, can be experienced, uh, if, you, if you know about how animals are able to predict the weather and are able to predict disasters, like before the tsunami in, in Asia, they say that the, uh, the elephants all ran in, in land, like they knew it was going to come. Um, and, and so on, they, like, they, just kind of the forces of nature that we're not able to to sense in our normal state. Because actually, when you're sleeping, they're, they're, let, let's talk a little bit about what exactly uh, dreams are. So these are the six sources of dreams. But what's happening in the dream state is your mind is, is not asleep and is not awake. This is what we know in science as well. Uh, but, but from a meditative point of view, there's, a, there's still a, a, a great amount of concentration, but there's no mindfulness. So you're not really in control, obviously, as, as for most of us, unless you train yourself, because there are actually people who train themselves in, in dreams. And I'm not going to teach you to do this. This isn't what I teach. I just want to uh, help people to understand this so we can move on and, and continue with our, our meditation, because this will interrupt your life and you wonder, well, people do wonder, well, what is the significance of dreams? Uh, most dreams are not significant because, as I said, you're in this state and you can be easily influenced by things because you don't have the ability to judge, to, to discriminate, and to catch yourself. Uh, and, and so you, you easily slip into illusion and fantasy. But there are certain dreams that are affected by the future. And uh, this is what leads people, I think, to... This and the dreams about the past is what leads people to put significance in dreams. So they might experience a dream that they feel uh, has some significance and that should be explored and, and, and has some meaning and importance you know, based on the past and something they might be repressing and so on. Or they might feel that you know, they, they, see they have some dream and, and then it, it sort of comes true in the future. And so as a result, they feel that dreams have great significance. Um, psych psychotherapists and uh, you know, Freud and Jung put great emphasis on dreams and, and the importance of them. I want to say that we shouldn't put great importance on our dreams. And this comes back to the idea of, of whether you can create karma. As I said, there are karmic states that, that arise. And so you are, um, you are uh, potentially creating more karma. But the point is that you can't really control that. You can't say, I'm not going to create karma. Or you, know, you can't say stop. You, you can't stop yourself from giving rise to fear or ang fear for nightmares or anger or attachment and lust and so on. So uh, it, 
it's much more useful. The, what, what I think dreams are really useful for is for uh, understanding our mind state. And we should never uh, take the whole of the dream as somehow significant, even if it means something for the future or, or it has the potential to, to be a prediction or, or uh, you know, um, what do you call it, um, uh, foretelling the future. Or, or even if it comes from some repressed state that we have in the past, the point is that you're in a state where the mind is not connected. It's not uh, functioning in a logical manner. So it's going to make connections between things that otherwise don't have connections. So maybe part of it comes from, from, from the fact that you, know, you had some traumatic experience in the past, but part of it you know, just comes from your mind's, uh, the, the chaos in the mind and the, 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 the nature of the mind to... To, to dream and to imagine. Likewise, you might remember, think of something in the future, or you might have a, have the ability to see what's going to happen in the future, but it becomes distorted. Uh, it is distorted by the mind. It's the same as when you go on a hallucinogenic drug, and you might have visions of angels, deities, and, and, and all sorts of spiritual things. And so you think that this is, you know, the truth and something that you're seeing something that we can't normally see, but it's also the brain that you know is 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 creating is imagining is hallucinating so whether part of it is real and whether it is sending the mind off into a dimension that can see things that we otherwise couldn't see it's also you know it's also the brain and it's also doing all sorts of crazy things i think you'll if you look carefully you'll see that this is true with dreams and that they shouldn't be trusted uh, and also, I think, in, in the sense of whether you can create karma or the karma that you're creating. Uh, because, well, for one, for one thing, the, the karma is not going to be strong because you don't really intend to do this or that in your dreams. You just kind of get angry or worried or, or you know, afraid in the case of nightmares or have lust in the case of, of lustful dreams. Uh, but you don't really have this, the strong intention because your mind is not clear. Your, your, your mind doesn't have the... Uh, the will, or or the awareness, or the the the, you know, the the mindfulness, which is able to make decisions clearly. So it's going to be weak karma, uh, for one thing, and also for another thing is you're you know, you're you're all mixed. Up. There's many states that are mixed up, and can, as I said, connections can be made in an illogical manner, and therefore you have all these crazy dreams. So. What we should use dreams for is to be able to judge our mind state because what's good about them is you don't have this control. You aren't covering things up. Because there's no control, you're able to see uh, many things about yourself that you wouldn't otherwise see. And this isn't the content of the dream, but it's the quality of the dream. So if you have a dream that's based on anger, if you have a dream that's based on fear, nightmares, if you have a dream that's based on lust, or so on, this shows you what's in your mind, and often in a way that you otherwise wouldn't be able to see. So people who are otherwise calm and controlled might find themselves suddenly having nightmares, and so they think something is wrong. Well, the truth is, this is you seeing something deep down that you're repressing, because we're only able to repress things in our daily life by force of will, by, by, by actually some sort of mindfulness, and the ability to, to, uh, you know, to choose not to follow, which we don't have when we're dreaming, when we're asleep. So, in that sense, I would say that the, really the only thing that we should do with dreams is use them to see where we have work to do and to help us to understand how our mind works. Don't take the content of the dream as important. This is a, a big mistake 
because you don't know where it's coming from. It could come, be coming simply because you had bad food. It could be coming from you know, the way your body, the way your brain is functioning, the chemicals and, and whatever substances you've been taking, the different foods that don't uh, react well and so on. It could be coming partly from the pa your past. It could be coming from the future. It could be coming from external influences, sounds that you hear, uh, or even angels. This is what they say. There could be spirits around and because you have strong concentration uh, you know you're put into a state where you might be able to um, you know similar to meditation where people practice meditation go into great states of concentration and are able to see and hear and experience things that we can't otherwise so it can come from all sorts of different sources and it's not nearly as reliable as 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 a meditation for example in any way you know if you want to predict the future go and practice meditation if you want to understand about your past and what sort of things you're repressing, you'll practice meditation. If you want to see angels and spirits and so on, practice meditation. There are different meditations for this. Um, but as I said, when you're asleep, when, when you're dreaming, you know, your, your dreams will show you something about yourself, about how your mind works. Because as I'm told, uh, a perfectly enlightened person, a person who has done away with all of their, their you know, mental defilements, won't dream. When they sleep, they sleep uh, soundly, and they 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 sleep mindfully. So actually, there you know there, there's some sort of clarity of mind during the sleep, and when they wake up, they're fully refreshed and, and rested. But but irregardless, it's just important that like anything, we don't follow them and we don't uh, project on them. A dream is what it is. You had that experience in your dream. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen in the future or that somehow it has some special significance or someone's trying to tell you something or so on. Even if it's an angel or a spirit trying to tell you something or even your mind trying to tell you something, that doesn't mean you should follow it because you know, the, 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 the source of the, um, of, of the dream may still be you know, full of delusion and misunderstanding as well and lead you on the wrong path. So, uh, dreams can be karmic and, and that's maybe the last thing that I would say is that this is, should be a caution for us, that we can't always control our minds in you know, states like dream, but even in, the, in our waking states, um, dreams are just another reason for us to, to work on our minds because otherwise you know, we're, we're going to, when we fall asleep, we're going to dream. And what we mean by creating karma, even when we dream, is that we're building up the tendency to act in that way. So the dreams are reinforcing these emotions, reinforcing our fear, reinforcing our stress, reinforcing our anger, reinforcing our lust, reinforcing the, the states that we're trying to do away with. So, um, they can anyway. You can also have positive dreams where you, you know, have love and kindness towards, towards other beings as possible. But generally you'll see the things you're clinging to uh, when you dream. And so it's an example of what we have to get rid of and it's also a reason for us to uh, to, in a sense, be concerned and, and, and take our meditation seriously because uh, otherwise, you know, this is the opposite of meditating where you're not mindful. You will develop these states and, and they will become uh, more, more pronounced. So I hope that helps and answers the question. Thank you for tuning in once again. This has been another episode of Ask a Monk. This is the first time using this new microphone. So I've got a microphone. I hope it works. I can sit further away from the camera and uh, let you see more than just my face. So thanks for tuning in. All the best.